0: So, hello and welcome back to my podcast. My name is Alana Tierney, and this is Twin Birth Stories. This is a safe place for all twin moms like myself to come on and talk about conception, pregnancy, birth and delivery, and life as a twin mom. If this is something you are interested in, you can find me over on Instagram at Twin Birth Stories. Otherwise, I would like to introduce you to my first ever guest, Naomi. Naomi. <laughs> so, Naomi, welcome to my podcast, and thank you so much for joining me today. If you want to start by introducing yourself, tell me where you're
1: from or how many kids you have. So uh, hi, my is like, hi, welcome. <laughs> um, so yeah, I am, um, I'm Naomi. I'm from Waterford. Um, I am obviously a twin mom. I only have twins. Um, I had my twins when I was 41. Um, I'm currently, uh, I live in Leakslip. I work as a commercial director in a healthcare company and yeah and I live in Leeds so miles away from family friends everybody so uh, we're twin parents that are kind of doing it on our own solo
0: yeah amazing yeah. well thanks again um so was being a mom something you've always wanted Naomi or did it just happen naturally for you and your husband
1: yeah so being a mom is not uh, what I've always wanted. So I've kind of always so I traveled a lot when I was younger. And uh, I've always been very kind of career driven. And I wanted a career, career, career. And for me, having kids um, just wasn't really, I don't know, I just, I didn't really want to have kids, right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'm adopted as well. So I don't know whether there was a connection with that or not. But for me, having kids just wasn't really a thing. Mm-hmm. And I uh, tr- throughout the kind of COVID period, I went for a walk on the beach with um, my husband's friend and his wife who's fabulous, and their little girl and she was nearly nine months pregnant. Okay. And I went for a walk on the beach and I, I'm normally like a really happy, upbeat person but mm-hmm. and I saw their little girl running around. and. I was just something I I knew that I was I was being really, really um, affected. Right. So I knew that there was something that was affecting me. And uh, we said goodbye. And I was just kind of really off. And I got into the car. And I cried for two days straight. Wow. And I was really so I was just really, really, really upset. And um, I said to my husband, I remember we got home and I just went straight up to bed and I just got into bed and I started crying. I don't suffer from any depression or anything. Um, And he came up to me after an hour or so and he was like, are you okay? What's wrong? And I was just like, I've just realized, like, I just realized that I think we've after making a massive mistake not having kids.
2: Wow. And
1: I just was like, I really, really want us to have kids. And if we don't try and do everything we can to try. It's something I'm never going to forgive myself for. Okay. Um, Yeah, and that's kind of it. And wow. apart from the career and everything, I've always had a family that like have had health issues. Nobody's fault, but there's always, there's always been health issues. And then kind of, I think I kind of was like, is there space for this? But then after that walk, I was just like, right, I we need to do this. Wow, so that was meant to be that walk yeah. and that yeah. feeling wow okay yeah um
0: and Naomi said obviously that you didn't this wasn't a plan yeah so that realization came to that walk what were you like when you found out you're pregnant then
1: so I so I didn't Thing, right so it wasn't planned but it was planned right yeah so we tried to have kids right mm-hmm. we were like okay let's have a baby let's have a baby let's try for a baby let's have a try for a baby which just mm-hmm. actually isn't really that much fun when you're trying for, no you're so trying for pressure. a baby there's yeah. so much pressure and you're like checking your periods and yeah you're like I've got no period and then I was like it was during covid and I was like okay right this hasn't really happened for us so I'm going to try and go for IVF Right. Okay. So um, I said to my husband, one round of IVF. We're going to do one round. And if that one round doesn't work, that's it. So this was like the end. This was like the very, this was our cut. So, and I was 40, I was 40 doing the IVF. And I remember going to all my appointments and I remember them saying to me, you are, you have a 5% chance, because I had endometriosis, and this, that and the other. And they were like, you have a 5% chance of getting pregnant. And I was like, right, okay, a 5% chance to get pregnant, grant. So I had no expectation throughout the IVF process, absolutely none. Yeah. And I think I really managed that myself as well. I was just like, you know, you're not like this isn't. You're not going to be that person. But you're just doing this because you know if you do get pregnant, if you don't get pregnant now, and you never get pregnant, that's everything. You've done everything. Mm-hmm. And then so when they went and they took the eggs, there was seven eggs, and then five fertilized, and then there was three eggs. And then when we when I went in to actually have the transfer, the day the transfer, they said actually we've only got two um fertilized eggs left. And what we would advise you to do is, uh, we would advise you to put the two fertilised eggs in. Um, And I remember because it was just after COVID, it was all still really weird. My husband wasn't there. And they rang my husband when I was in the room with the legs up in the room, ready to go. And they were like, Okay, are you? um, Are you happy that we we transferred to? And my husband was like, Ah, sure. Yeah, yeah, I'm happy. And he's give his name and everything as if it's a signature on a recorded line. Yeah. So then they transferred to uh, fertilized eggs. So in they went and off I went and I still couldn't let myself think that I was actually going to get pregnant. Right. So okay. I was like, you know, still just managing that, you know, uh, the expectation of that it was going to happen. So I was emotionally involved and invested, mm-hmm. but very kind of managed
2: okay
1: um and then when the day came to do I, the pregnancy test it's so weird because I didn't I, I didn't feel like I was going to be pregnant I didn't know I was but on the day I got two tests two pregnancy tests and I did the first one and then I ran into the room and I was like oh my god and then I ran out and I was like I have to do another one and I just that's very symbolic for me, right? That I just did the two tests, and I did the second test, and then um, I ran ran in. And I was like, oh, the, that day. Then the, uh, the that day, I, you go in and you get your bloods done. So I went in, and I got my bloods done, and a couple of hours later, the nurse rang me back and she said, I can't, is it called HCG levels? Yeah. She think yeah. She was like, um, oh yeah, you're definitely pregnant. You've got a very high level of HCG mm-hmm. in your blood. And I was just like, like I heard her say that. Yeah. But it didn't for a second. Register. No, didn't for a minute register. Mm -hmm. And she said, "We'd like to see you coming for a scan." Blah blah blah. So then we went in for the scan, which was absolutely hilarious, because we went in for a scan. Sure, we were absolutely buzzing because there was one. We thought there was one baby. I'm sorry. This scan now was this your first scan? Was the first time seeing? Oh first time yeah okay, you know wow. it's one of those like internal ones yeah so again okay. like because it is very i don't know why but i always remember like you know legs up yeah it's it invasive. all just like yeah <laughs> it's all like what so I went in um and it was you know legs up and yeah. uh my husband was there to my left hand side and i remember the girl that was doing it just turns around and she was just turned to my husband and um she just said to him there's a seat there now and you just need to sit down on that seat for a second and I was like oh you know I just kind of thought oh this is probably oh, bad, you news. bad news
0: wow yeah
1: and I anytime I, I go for a scan and anytime I went for a scan afterwards okay. I was I'd say to the person who's doing the scan like I'm going to be trying to read your face okay so yeah. and you know so just like and she 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 said to me she was like look she was like uh, at that scan she goes um, so I just want to tell the both of you that there isn't one healthy heartbeat here oh. there's two very healthy heartbeats here and I actually have it, I have it on a recording but all I could say, all I haven't list, listened to it since but all I could say was oh my god oh my, oh my god, god. Yeah. oh my god and then you know like the face masks and some medical oh, sessions yeah. I, I was just like took off my face mask I was like my husband took off his face mask I was just like we were just like oh my god and we left that room feeling like really shook like, okay, like, like yeah. we were just like oh jesus christ yeah. because for <laughs> us the idea of having one was going to be the dream
0: oh, Okay.
1: we had never even allowed our brains to go to the possibility that we could have yeah too. wow yeah oh my
0: god yeah and do you ever think like that it was totally meant to be that you weren't just meant to have one
1: child that you like it was a blessing now that you had the two obviously now you know but listen I was 40 years of age I had one I have a friend who had like seven rounds of IVF you know I had one round of IVF and um yeah you know, wow. Two for the price of one as I joke now, but i really shouldn't do that. Yeah, do that around. Oh I, I still say that well. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> two for the price of one. But yeah, so that so yeah.
0: So oh that. my god. Um, and how was your pregnancy then? So when it when it sunk in now that you're pregnant, because I know for me it took me I've cried for four days straight after finding out twins, just couldn't yeah. comprehend. Not that I had loads of kids, but just the risk factor. I knew yeah. nothing about twin pregnancies. So like, how did you process not only been pregnant with
1: one? But two straight away in the first scan. so it kind of like i didn't cry you know i I think you're just kind of like in shock right okay, and my yeah. brain was like trying to think i don't know how to look after one baby how am i going to look after two babies right yeah. so the logistics of it was like yeah you know and you sort of think oh god where am i gonna live And what car are we gonna ha-? like the crazy yeah but when you think back to that like that's you know it's actually survival that you should be thinking of, yeah. not like the logistics but, um, yeah, so, you know, I don't know, I do have a quite a good kind of mindset and I do believe I kind of just live in the moment, okay. so I kind of stopped myself from kind of going on. I okay. was extremely lucky, I had no illness, Wow! You know, Brilliant. well, at the beginning of the pregnancy, and, um, you know, I just tired, but not yeah. really, I was still able to work, i was still going out Brilliant. walking the dogs. Um, I was walking the beach every single week, wow. every single day, every single day with the dogs. And that was where my I was clearing my okay. mind and clearing my head. Um, I mean, my parents are, are in their, you know, 80s and 70s. Okay. And, you know, for me to ring them and tell them that there, they had two grandchildren yeah. on the way was like, really special oh my for God. me, you know, yeah. because I felt like it was their last chance as well so yeah so yeah amazing okay and your pregnancy
0: then was just so good so no morning sickness you were able Mm -hmm. to work away did you feel saying the third trimester now did you
1: feel i felt i used to fall asleep at the computer i wasn't i was (sighs) humongous i went from like a size 12 to like size 22 because the maternity clothes wouldn't even fit me yeah I I have a picture I only saw a picture of myself the other day I had my legs so coming to third trimester was definitely getting tough
2: yeah
1: and my legs swelled up so much that you know I couldn't sit down without my legs swelling up and we didn't my husband thought it'd be a good idea for me to put it in like pots of cold water so I'd be sitting there with my feet in like the (laughs) pots of cold water um but no like I got the gestational diabetes I did get that but I really truly think I got that because all I wanted to eat was chocolate milkshakes out okay. of Eddie Rockets. Okay, okay. That was her craving. Non stop. Like, okay. please go get me another one. Like, I don't even mm. really want to eat. I just want a chocolate milkshake out of Eddie Rockets. That um, is so
0: specific as well. <laughs>
1: really, if it's really closed, you didn't know what yeah, to do. Yeah, I did uh, partake in some, um, uh, you know, the McDonald's fries dipped in yeah. the. Oh uh, my God. The the, yeah. Yeah, like wow. that was more than like, Um, but yeah, so like it was it was good gestational diabetes, I think the worst part of that was the yeah. test. So okay. you have to go and get a test where they like take your blood every yeah. hour and they fast you for the hour and it's just it that was nasty, okay. but actually the my sister's diabetic. So like the idea of doing the blood tests and stuff like that were fine. I stopped drinking the milkshakes. My blood sugars came up. Okay. Okay. Like, you know, it, it was, it was, it was was all right. It was okay. Yeah,
0: yeah, Yeah. It's so lovely though, to hear such positive pregnancies, because like I said to you, before we started recording, everything I looked online, everything was so negative with the pregnancies that there yeah. was a higher chance of everything and you know it just seemed so negative and my pregnancy as well was really positive now come the end I was like get these boys out of me I do so yeah. much pelvic pressure pelvic pain yeah. and the weight of them was just insane even to sleep but that's natural in yeah. any pre- pregnancy you know you know when you get that far on um, and yeah. so that's brilliant that you're such a positive pregnancy um, and yeah. how about your birth um did you prepare yeah. for your birth? Did you find yourself, I was packing bags from 20 weeks, started the nursery at 15 weeks, Naomi. Like I was, I love things spin one way and I love having control over things. I was obsessed with the thought that the boys would, would end up in NICU and I'd be delivering from 30 weeks. And I would convince myself, which is so not the reality for all twin parents.
1: Yeah, yeah.
0: Because everything like that was so kind of negative out there and everything was NICU and double the chances of this. So I started to prepare myself too early and there was no need really, do you know? So yeah, yeah. what about you then? How did you prepare for the birth or were you completely chill walking so, the beaches? Yeah,
1: well, okay. So like we right, We bought a house, right? When I was pregnant and we had to move into our house when I was 26, oh six, 27 weeks. Wow. And, like my... I had so much help from my sister, my cousin, friends, everybody kind of just helped us move, right? Okay. So that was grand. It was a show house, thank Christ, okay. with an already um, decorated nursery. Hallelujah. So that was probably one of the reasons that we bought it, not for the nursery, but just because yeah. it was a house that was bigger than where we were and we could yeah. just literally just move in. Um, I had a real problem with the... um uh, hospital bag but I think your brain starts to slow down right like and I couldn't get my head around what to pack even though I had the lists yeah and and then I was like and you know there's this you can buy your already pre-packed one I can't remember what that is but I was just like no I want to do this myself but I really struggled with with that like a what to put in yeah I also really struggled with well I didn't really struggle but I was having this mental torment kind of about am I going to breastfeed I should breastfeed somebody mm-hmm. told me I breastfeed oh my god they might need my you know they might need to be breastfed what am I going to do and like when I look back on that that was just worry about absolutely nothing exactly. like I didn't breastfeed in the end and it was they so are too fine. they are so fine and they are so yeah. healthy yeah. touch wood thank god yeah and so I really did not need to getting ready for the um getting ready was that was the move but like everybody else had to do the work. I just had to lie on the couch and watch Netflix and try okay. to resist the Neddy Rockets. Yeah. Uh, like, yeah. <laughs> do you know what I mean? I, I didn't, yeah. you know, I, I didn't like their clothes. Did I have enough clothes for them? You know, yeah. I mean, I didn't think about until I, I was like, I'm, I'm organized. I didn't think until I tell you what, I stressed a little bit about my big purchases, right? So I bought expensive things for I picked a couple of things that I was like, right, I'm gonna spend money on these, like the bottle maker, right? Yeah. But that a baby bottle maker that was like three hundred and fifty quid at the time. Okay. Couldn't do without that. That yeah. like I would I still haven't given that away at the moment. And I because I still I feel an emotional attachment to it. Oh stop I think yeah. I've ever had okay. in my whole entire life, right. You know, the baby born bouncers, you know, like, yeah, before, yeah. like you know, I bought two of them. I spent money on certain things like okay. things that I was going to use every single day and I I would find myself getting mental blocks about you know what color am I going to get you know it's a small stuff <laughs> though isn't it like, yeah. it doesn't matter um, you know or what am I going to um you know like yeah what color am I going to get and what kind of bottles are they going to have and yeah. you know like you know, all of, I'm worried about what color baby bouncer I'm going to yeah. get, but I didn't for one second think I should buy some formula or, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, so look, getting ready was, was uh, grand. It was, yeah. it was exciting. Yeah. You know, because you're getting ready to bring these two Oh, absolutely. In. Yeah. Yeah. But um, yeah, it was, it was grand. Yeah.
0: And you said me only for like, I'm, I was talking about the hip to breath and you didn't do any course like that. You were just, did you just go with the flow? um did you have any sort of plan going into the hospital I don't know now did you have a natural vaginal state or a c-section so like did you plan how did you plan mentally for that coming up to it or running up to it
1: yeah so I didn't okay
0: love that (laughs) yeah because I'm
1: completely opposite I love that
0: for you Yeah. yeah no
1: but because I think like you know I think that um I think the more I would have thought about, the more anxious that I kind of would have gotten, right? I was very aware about trying to keep myself in almost like a calm state, right? Because... I knew that if I started to go there, obviously, in my brain, I was like, Oh, my God, what is going to happen? But in another part of me, I was like, "Well, Okay, women do this every single day, this Mm -hmm. is going to be fine. I'm just going to keep myself in this moment that I'm in now, right, lying in bed, watching Netflix or whatever I'm doing, making sure my legs don't swell too much. I think my age had a factor in that as well, right? Because I was one of the hardest things for me, I was calm, except I was worried I just wanted to make sure I was calm because I was worried something was going to happen right you know there had been a couple of cases in my family where you know people had lost twins so I knew that that was a reality for for some people and I think I was just more worried about trying to keep myself calm and I was like the more calm I am the better kind of that this is going is going to go yeah when I went into oh I had a nightmare with my with my health insurance at work. I work for a UK company based in Republic of Ireland, blah blah blah. Okay. And I had this health care have this health care insurance, um, and I wasn't covered for any maternity, and I was like losing the losing mind. So. Not that there's a problem with public system, but I was paying this health care premium and I was like not covered for maternity. So I was like a dog over that. And I would have liked to have that, um, but I was working really close to Hollis Street. So I just went down to Hollis Street. So I used to walk down from my appointments and walk back up. Okay. But one of the, oh, how, what? I'm trying to think, was it 32 weeks they came? And on my 30 week going in, I went in and you go into Hollis Street and I did the P test. Yeah. And I was very tired on the day and I went in and I did my the P test and they came out to me and they said to me, um, You have protein in your urine. Okay. We need you to go and get a blood test. And like, you know, at that stage of your pregnancy, right? You're you're huge, you're mm-hmm. emotional, you're definitely emotional. Yeah. My legs were like the size of tree trunks and I don't usually yeah. walk from the car into the into the thing. I burst into tears because I was like, this is my worst nightmare bro." Yeah, she was like, calm down. It could be fine. Go get your bloods and we'll call you later if there's anything, if you need anything. Okay. And uh, so I was like, right, okay, so I went over and got my bloods and then went in and saw the um, consultant. And um, the consultant was like, Oh, yeah, you'll be grand come back in two weeks and blah, blah, blah. And I was thinking, okay. yeah. And then I got my bloods and then I went home and then my husband made, I know I could wash those Mexican things that you eat. Tacos. Yeah, Mexican tacos. My husband made them. I love them with like avocado and sour cream. And just just about to start talking into them with big swollen legs sitting at the end of the table, I got a phone call from Hall Street and the girl said to me on the phone, uh, like, hi, Naomi, where are you? It's just like, oh. yeah, I'm sitting at home, you know, and blah blah blah. And she was like, yeah. So I don't mean to alarm you, but the average range for range for protein in the urine is at a hundred. The protein in your urine is currently sitting at six hundred and twenty-five. Oh God. I I need you to get in the car and I need you to come in to see me straight away. I need you to just get into the car now and come straight away. And so I this like, is okay, you at thirty okay. weeks now or thirty-two weeks? Thirty weeks. Oh my God. Okay. No, so... Wait now. Hang on a second. They came at 37, 35 weeks. I was 35 weeks when I went. This is to... at 35 weeks. Okay. Yeah. They came at 37. Did okay. At oh, shit. Alana. That's not my right. <laughs> <laughs> so this is you at 35 weeks. You're rushing into the car.
0: You're on the way up to the hospital.
1: On okay. the way up to the hospital. Yeah. Yeah. My husband driving at 100 mile an hour. I was like, just okay. calm down. Well, no, I didn't rush into the car. I ate. Oh, my yeah.
0: Well done. <laughs> I was like,
1: he was like, we got to go. I was like, wait. Yeah. I gotta eat this because I'm going into hospital now, yeah. so I'm gonna eat this. So I had it, and then I think I had a shower, and then we we went in. So we went so in, relax. and then okay. I was put onto the um, labor ward. Okay. It's like 34 weeks. I can't remember. They were a couple of weeks early, but I can't remember. Okay. can fine, Yeah, in and around. Yeah. 30 in and <laughs> Yeah. Can't remember when the kids came like that's kind of it <laughs> kind of goes out of your head like it was the most important day of my life but i can't remember you remember the date so Naomi it's fine yeah so i went in anyway so they said to me okay so you have preeclampsia, so okay. we're admitting you i was like well i thought i was going to be admitted all right and we're going to put you in on the labor ward and we're going to manage your we're going to monitor your blood pressure um and we're going to take your bloods and we're going to listen to the baby's hearts and blah 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 Um, so even though my blood pressure was fine, it was like completely grand, like I wasn't stressed at all. Like my blood pressure was really, really good. They were like, you have no high blood pressure, but you've a lot of protein in your urine. So we're just going to keep you here, um, to see what, you know, how things happen Mm -hmm. and what I had started to get actually, what I started to get the week before is this horrible itch, right? like this itch and it's I can't remember what it's called but I just remember my husband going out to shop and getting me calamine lotion and yeah, covering my body in it what's that called
0: so did I um I'm not sure the name but I got it on my stuff my belly and it was I was, I was up all night it I, it's from stretch your skin stretching so much yeah. uh, oh, oh. it's actually really sore and just so annoying wasn't it yeah I had, I had it everywhere up. yeah
1: oh wow, everywhere. You, okay. it my whole body in it like and um uh, had it everywhere it was it was it was horrible.
0: Dryness of the skin as well. Yeah. Yeah. yeah.
1: Just disappears though, the minute that they're born. Yeah. So I was in the labor ward, right? Okay. And you know, I I spent like a full week in the labor ward Okay. and I spent a full week of every morning women coming in, going into labor and go and going out the door okay. and I'm still sat in the labor ward okay. and that was crazy because I had never had babies before a baby before all these women are literally going into labor, like shouting, ah, ah, yeah. ah, oh God, ah. Yeah. I did a full week of in a 10 bedded unit of women in labor that it's like 12 will come in the morning and then they'd all be gone in the night okay. and then more would come in in the night and then they'd all be gone that was that was completely mad that was mad but hilarious the way the midwives take absolutely no nonsense for the men no like, I mean apparently yeah. it me was like oh my god this is hilarious like at one stage some fella fell asleep and the midwife just ate him who do you Stop. think you are going to sleep in here your wife is in labor <laughs> yeah wake up little things
0: uh, yeah. like that yeah. and Neil would you do stay in hospital then till you gave birth?
1: yeah yeah oh wow okay yeah yeah stayed in hospital until maybe it was 37 weeks i gave birth anyway yeah yeah i stayed in hospital until i gave birth um what had happened was that what the my blood pressure wasn't going up but they were like okay you know it's time to get them out now like do you know what i mean everything is going good you're fine but Why are we? There's no point in tempting fate now. Now it's like we're not going to wait for your blood pressure to go up now. You you know you're ready to go. Okay. What was
0: all this like for you? Now was your husband by your side and like talk me through this whole day that your your boys were born.
1: I've boy and a girl. Oh, boy and a
0: girl. Oh, sorry, i thought it was two boys. Yeah, I have a boy and a girl. Boy and a girl. So talk me through that day then. So how was that whole day? If you to bring you back.
1: Uh, How was that day? Uh, It was grand were you relaxed then from when they said
0: oh my god you seem just so chill this is just brilliant
1: they were like uh, so um i was in obviously they i knew so a couple of days before she was like i think we'll go today and then she came back she's like no no we're going to we're going to get we're just going to get you over the 37 weeks i was 37 weeks okay we just going to get you to the 37 weeks yes. um and uh, yeah i don't know they came He helped me get those socks on my legs were so swollen right that I couldn't get the extra large socks on my legs right and then they said uh they were like do you want to walk down to to the thing and I was like yeah okay I'll walk down and my husband was there and we were really excited like it wasn't like a you know, there was a nervous energy, obviously, yes, right, because we felt. were like, Oh, crap, we're just about to have two kids. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But um, there was nervous energy, but it was, you know, it was it was all very relaxed, I think. And then I went in, to, uh, they bring me in, they brought me in first and they gave me the
0: spinal. This is your section of
1: epidural. Yeah, yeah, they brought me in to do the epidural. I had section, yeah. So they brought me in to do the epidural, and then when I had had the epidural and I lay back down, yeah. And I remember actually when I was getting the epidural, that would have been probably the thing that I was most scared of. Okay. Getting the needle, the epidural. Yeah. But actually, it wasn't that bad. Like it wasn't. I didn't didn't think it was that bad. But I was like more nervous about getting the epidural than anything. Like I was. Okay. There was a midwife in front of me and she was like, oh, she was like, you're going to be okay. You're going to be okay. And I was oh. like, oh my God, I think you're stressing me Yeah, <laughs> I think you're stressing me out. But she was lovely. Okay. And this other one was like, just came over and just went, move her out of the way. Hold on to this p- pillow. Good Take a deep breath yeah. in. It's going to be over in five seconds. Yeah. And it was just like, I was like, okay. And then it was done. Brilliant. And then we lay, I laid down and then they brought my husband in. Yeah. And then you really can't feel anything, right? It's like you're really, world. you're numb. really like, you're really like numb and they have an anaesthetist up at your head mm. and then at one ear and then my husband then up at the other ear. And again, they had a face mask on me and I just took oh, it off and oh I was God, just yeah. like, I'm not wearing this. Um, so we didn't find out the sex. Right? Oh, wow, um, we didn't know, right. So we had no idea. And so when they start doing all the, you know, you don't know what they're doing, you know, you you have the the screen thing up there. And then they start doing the sex and they caught they do the court or whatever. And you can't you're like, Oh, what the, what's going on there? Yeah, Did you feel and I remember too? No, 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 it's no
0: like, tugging it's
1: like. Oh, yeah, tugging. yeah, Yeah, it's like, right. It's like, it's like, imagine your stomach is like a handbag and you can't find your packet of keys yeah in it. oh my god you that's such so a good example in yeah. the handbag right and you're in there and you're rooting around yeah. for your keys in your stomach but it doesn't hurt no that's, that's how it that's how it kind of felt like so true yeah so there's two I don't know are they surgeons or are they midwives. They must be surgeons if they're if they're doing that, right? But there's two ladies there, and they were they were like, so do you know what the sex is? And we were like, no. And they're down there for a little while, and they were like, blah 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 blah. And uh, they were like, um, uh, they were like, okay, so do you want to play the guessing game? And we were like, yeah, oh. we do, right? We want to play the guessing game and uh, they said okay so what who do you think what do you think the first one is going to be and so we had said when we were at a scan before and uh, my husband because of oh it was coming out of COVID or whatever was only allowed into one bloody scan with me i paid for some other ones but i just run off and do them without bringing them to be honest because it wasn't like a let's go see scan i would go home with the pictures anyway and yeah. i would be like ah. Oh. um but we knew that at one stage, one of the radiographers had said, now, if you don't want to know the sex look away, so we left going, we okay. got a boy in there, right? Because if they're saying look away, like, you know, they're not saying look away for a girl, they're saying yeah. look away for a boy. That's where our well. Okay, so the surgeon was there, blah, 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 blah. So what do you think? And we said, Well, we, t- we definitely think there is a boy in there. And he and sur the woman was like, it's a boy, right? Okay. And held a little Boy, he was yeah. now called Paddy. Up oh. over the thing, it's a boy, and we were like, "Oh, <laughs> you know," and uh, it was just like, "Oh,
0: it's amazing."
1: Yeah. But you're so Elvis, right? Oh, like, yeah, just like, yeah. oh. But it but was it's really still nice. amazing. And then. And then yeah. And it is kind of crazy, because then you're like, they brought him over to the left. And you're kind of like, where are you going with him? And you're yeah. like, watching them going into the thing. And you're like, is everything okay? But he was fine. He was making noise. He was grand. Brilliant. He's a buster, Right. And then, um and then they were like, right, okay, so what would you like next? Like, you know, blah, blah, blah. And they were yeah. taken. Take, and then we were like, Oh, we'd really love a girl. Like, and then they were like, it's a girl, yeah. like over the thing. And, it, and that was Paige. Yeah, Aww. so that was
2: Patty that and was Paige. it.
1: Yeah, and then Patty and Paige, yeah, 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 Patty and Paige are mental. But Aww. Patty, and, Patty and Paige, yeah. So it was it was really like brilliant. yeah, that was really special, and we couldn't yeah. believe our luck then that we had a boy and a girl, and you know it was just brilliant. I the one thing that did make me a little bit <gasps> was yeah. when we went into the room, there were so many people in there. I kind of wish somebody had said to me. Before I went in there, don't be alarmed. There's going to be into the room to get my section. Don't be alarmed. There's going to be like ten to fifteen people in here. Like there was a lot of people in the room, which kind of makes you a little bit like, oh, yeah. But um, yeah. But they were fine. They were like five and a half pounds each, so they didn't have to go to the NICU.
0: Brilliant.
1: So they brought them over here to me, and um, now they said to me like do you want to hold them like right you know when they bring them they brought they bring them over to your kind of your head and they yeah. were like do you want to hold them and i said no give them to eddie because to be honest with you lana i'm there flat out yeah. like you know what i mean i couldn't really feel anything right yeah. like you know when i was kind of like you know i will like i you, i can't get them quick enough when you're finished doing whatever you're doing yeah <laughs> yeah air, know. you know yeah. like you no know, <laughs> Slow me up or whatever you're doing down there and then and then so then that's kind of what happened eddie kind of held them first i just kind of had him against my head a little bit and then um and then they wrapped them up and off we went into the recovery room isn't it just
0: crazy though that you go in as a pregnant woman and come out as a mom of twins like i don't think i'll ever comprehend how crazy it is that you actually have two babies inside you like that we grew humans it's just isn't isn't yeah, the whole yeah. thing just so hard to wrap your head around
1: yeah no it is and you know it's definitely a reality check it was a reality check for me when they put me into the room and then my husband had to leave at 10 o'clock that night awesome. and I'm and and I'm on my own in the room with these two t- Little people, and I didn't even really know how to change a bloody nappy. I was like ringing the the bell for the midwife, being like, "Um, is this how I change a nappy? Uh, Am I supposed to feed them now? Do you know?" But I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't breastfeed. I didn't breastfeed. I didn't even try. I didn't. You know, it just didn't. It for me personally, I just didn't want to put myself through any extra stress or yeah. pressure and I just kind of you know I, I had spoken to one of the midwives and she was like you know it's okay if you don't want to breastfeed like 100%. it's not the end of the world you've got two beautiful little babies there yeah. and blah 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 blah. and I was just like right I did feel a huge wave of emotion then for the next couple of days mm-hmm. after the kids were born and I cried my eyes out that's another thing I wish somebody had told me oh <laughs> 100% like, Naomi
0: cut some crying On the breastfeeding, even I remember seeing um, a picture on Facebook, it was a slide and it was a a breastfed baby and a bottle fed baby. And then the slide came down and the caption was all the kids will eat McDonald's fries off the floor in years to come. And it's the truest thing ever. Whatever you can do for your child, if it's breastfeed or bottle feed, you do whatever suits you because a happy mom is a happy baby. And that's I think that's it. Do you know yeah. what? If you don't want to put the extra stress on yourself, if it doesn't happen quickly, then don't do it. So yeah. that's a definitely a bit of advice that the both of us can say. It's and as twins, it's completely different than um feeding a singleton. Um, yeah. And I breastfed for two months, but I combined feed fed. So I yeah. did mainly bottle feed, and it was kind of whenever I wanted, I'd nearly top up with the boob just to get yeah. as much you know breast into them as I could. But yeah, it was yeah. on my terms and it was when I wanted or it was when I felt a bit full and then I stopped yeah. when I wanted. So it was completely on my terms. So like, yeah. fact you did what was right for you and bottle fed, that's perfectly fine and brilliant for you, you know? Yeah, um, yeah. How was your recovery and stuff? or how I spoke in my podcast, uh, my episode about um, the first time going to the toilet. I remember it was one of the sorest things. How was that for you and stuff? Do you remember that first
1: walk? or? It was... I. Yeah, it was, I think. So do you know what I did, right? So it, it it was sore, but I think I was so uh I was crying all the time. So I couldn't tell you whether I was yeah. crying because I was going to start and I was sore. Yeah. Or I was crying just because it was like, it was like all of the emotions were just, you know, pouring yeah. out of me like, uh, maybe it was everything that I just kind of kept in that little calm bubble. I don't know what, but it's your hormones as well, right? My recovery, like, it was it was grand
0: brilliant no like, don't be ashamed to say that like Naomi that's amazing like, that your recovery was brilliant like women yeah are, women feel as though they can't say when things are positive sometimes you should absolutely come out yeah. that's brilliant news that your recovery like, was brilliant
1: yeah like I I remember for the first week or so you know it might be a little bit uncomfortable yeah. or sore when you're getting them out of the bed mm-hmm. or you know what I mean um but you know, and you had to do those injections and they're a little bit stingy. But it was okay. Oh, okay, all brilliant. right. Yeah. Um I, I didn't I I had heard like people saying to me, Oh, the C section and oh my god yeah, and the recovery. So but it was I was like, It's okay, like yeah. I don't you know, I all I well, all I have to do. All I have to do is look after these two little people yeah, today. It. You know what I mean? I'm sure that's all. But like, you know, that that's what I have to do today and yeah. eat and you know what I mean yeah. so Take you know I don't day. have to go out or I don't have to you know so no it was fine it was good brilliant was fun. yeah
0: um you said there about the emotions after that is something that I also found no one spoke about yeah. um I found for the first even god I'd say even four or five days after I just could not stop crying but it was really happy tears like I found myself sitting there. I remember one time especially the boys were beside me in the in the bedside. Yeah. Crib and still was brushing his teeth and I just kept crying because I was so in awe of the boys I could not believe they were here it's that process in your mind that they were in you and now they're out of you and they're yours forever and just like complete love for them but it was so much emotion I was like no one speaks about this like overload of emotion like I yeah. went ball out of nowhere yeah. from such po- and then like seeing him become a dad I was like even more emotional like just yeah. like really related to my mom she i'm one of seven i was like she did this seven times like oh my god everything was just like wow yeah, yeah. so tell me a bit about that for you then so were you the same was it just an overload of emotion
1: yeah overload of emotions yeah. crying talking to people just couldn't yeah. crying couldn't get my head together i I thought I was. I thought there was something wrong with me yes. because I didn't know. Nobody said to me. Yeah, it's
0: completely normal.
1: Naomi, just be aware the baby's going to come. It's going to be brilliant. You're going to be really happy, and then you're going to cry nonstop for a couple yeah. of days. Like, I was like, you know, start just to think kind of. I don't know, like I was like, am I losing my mind? Is yeah. this oh my god, do I have rosetal depression? Yeah. No, <laughs> I don't. And I didn't. And no. I was you know, but like, you know, I wish to God somebody had said to me, Yeah Naomi, you're gonna think you're going crazy for uh, a couple 100%. of days after kids are born. You know? And yeah, like yeah. What one thing that I did do in the hospital, right, was um I actually they were giving me really strong painkillers after the C section. Mm-hmm. And I remember at one stage sitting on the side of the bed with one of the babies in my arms and just kind of, you know, having that, like, am I going to fall asleep kind of, okay. you know, that kind of, drowsy, yeah. or having a feeling at points when my husband was there that I wasn't fully in control. And I knew he was going to be leaving me on the, on my own with the kids. Mm-hmm. So I asked him to stop my painkillers. Wow. So that's how okay I kind of was with the C-section. Wow! They were like, hey, okay, we're not going to stop your painkillers, but what we are going to Reduced. do is we're going to reduce them and give you less. And I was like, okay. yes, dude, because, you know, I'm more worried about what I'm going to do with my two yeah. real people right now than I am about like, you know, yeah. you know, get me wrong, don't get me wrong. If I had had any other operation with no mm. <laughs> child management, yeah. I would have just been like, give me more painkillers. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I was just like, these painkillers are not good for me looking after these two little yeah. like, tiny people
0: but that's pure yeah. your mother's instinct that you'll push through the pain because you'll do it for your kids like it's just amazing to look like to think of that isn't it yeah,
1: you know if we broke our arm we'd
0: be on medication for weeks and then you have a c-section and you're like reduce that like that's just
1: but wow. that, this mother's instinct yeah is, is thing. something what it it evokes an animal yeah. in me like and like and uh, like, some right, somebody not right. So like and even with my husband before, if he was given out with something with the kids before, like where we would have never argued before the kids arrived, this. Uh, yeah, but somebody rang our doorbell right and I don't know whether I should tell this or not but somebody rang our doorbell at half past nine the other night when the kids were asleep right okay. I was tired and I was yeah. angry and I was like and they didn't ring it like ding dong it was like you know the way kids go around ding dong yeah. ding dong ding, yeah. dong. so I was in my pajamas I put my jacket on Good put my boots on <laughs> I went out. I followed them up the oh, road, good, yeah. hiding in the ditch. Like, how <laughs> dare you? <laughs> well, I wasn't. Gonna, like an animal, like an oh absolute, like like some somebody that I have never met before yeah. comes out with me when um this anim- this this mother instinct of yeah. protection and things. Yeah. that is so real. Real. Yeah, that and actually, real. as you
0: say that, that's one thing actually I said to mom when the boys were born the first few weeks, I've never felt so connected with the animal world. I felt really like a mother cub constantly watching over my our mother line, constantly watching over my cubs. You really do the animal instinct in you comes out, doesn't it? Yeah. Um, Yeah. yeah. Wow, that's so your birth your pregnancy just sounds brilliant. And your your birth and delivery just sounds so positive as well. And the fact even you were so awake for it all and you know remember it your recovery, that's that's amazing. Yeah. yeah and what was it I mean, like then yeah, when you it was grand. when you bought your um when, when you bought your two babies home for the first time was that a surreal experience or was it like mine and just like an overload of love and emotion and just wow this is crazy
1: so it was an overload of love and emotion yeah. but it was like oh christ like shit's just got real now because yeah. i gotta do this now and we gotta feed these we gotta keep these little people alive and healthy and good and you know um but yeah it was yeah it was it was it it definitely at the time I was very in it right Mm -hmm. like you know and I was very uh like because like when you're doing the feeds and you have two babies right and I couldn't get their wind up oh my god if I never have to wind another baby again I'd just be delighted right And I couldn't get the wind up and I think because they were my first babies I was probably overwinding them and everything because I was like you know really worried about yeah, yeah trying to do it right and then but like When they're really small, like five pounds, six pounds, seven pounds, you're making sure you get the bottle in. Sometimes the bottle is going really slow and then you're winding them and then they go to the toilet and then they go to the toilet again. And then you're just about to put them down and then somebody pukes and then you have to pick up the other one. And if you're when you're doing those three hour feeds, right, you kind of it can take you nearly two hours to get the two really small babies done. And then you have an hour, and then there you go again. And Mm -hmm. you know, when your husband is working. Like, I just have visions of like me downstairs at like three o'clock in the morning with the two babies. Because the, the only thing that would keep me going is either, like Netflix or Disney or whatever, yeah. put something on. And then just you know, we just do it. And then sometimes I just fall asleep for like an hour and a half. And then I just be like, Oh, baby needs food. Okay. And I get the, the baby up again, and, and off I go again. Yeah you're really getting to know each other as well at that like you 100%. love them unconditionally but then like you know they smile at you or you know it but it oh my like it is it, it, when I look back it yeah. was crazy it yeah. was mental like I see online some people having two sets and three sets twins and I'm like oh my god like imagine that but like I I'm really glad I got through but it was really crazy you don't yeah. sleep no
0: the sleep deprivation now luckily still took off um my partner took off a month so we actually got up for every feed together so day and night meant nothing to us we were up every three hours and the next time yeah. i'm one of them crazy people now um that one twins again so we're hoping for <laughs> twins again oh yeah i'm completely manifesting twins again and um, but we got up both times together and then next time it won't obviously be as easy because we'll have two boys to look after yeah but when you think about sleep deprivation it was insane but well, yeah. when you've a partner to like I've complete respect for single parents because when you have a partner to do with it it just makes it so much easier you know yeah, um, yeah. but Naomi we're, ch- we're chatting away so much <laughs> oh. let me know um Naomi if you have any advice for a twin mom to be listening or a twin mom um that is a twin mom now say what advice would you give them
1: okay so one right so there's one thing right Mm -hmm. there is one thing that i have done that i have done absolutely religiously that i like the sleep the routine the sleep routine okay so for me um, it would be like, find the routine that's age appropriate, get your kids to sleep that they need, mm-hmm. it will get you the sleep that you need. And like, just go with it and continually change the routines for me, when they didn't sleep together, like if the if you you mm. you know this, right, if you put them down for a nap, right, and one goes down, but the other doesn't go down, and then the other wants to go yeah. down for the nap. So I was just religious with sleep, yeah. which could sometimes like, cause stress right so let's say if I want to go and do something with the kids it's always around their sleep. If okay. Friends are coming over okay well the kids are up between they're up between seven and twelve or two and half six, right? Like you know, so I'm only working around. That's their sleep routine now. They're 20 months, but their sleep is everything. And what I found was when I did that I had really happy babies like okay. super happy babies. i then a happy mom and so super happy mom yeah, super happy mom, because you're going down for your nap, I'm going to get a wash, I, you yeah. know, I'm going to have a shower, I'm going to do this, I'm going to think about what I'm, I might actually get something to eat. I mean, showers are a luxury for your first time, yeah. yeah. you know, so, you know, I'm gonna have a shower, I'm going to do this. So from about definitely Oh, I can't even remember, maybe, well, definitely three months on. I was like sleep routine, sleep routine, yeah. sleep routine, sleep routine, nap nap yeah, nap and That's time. my main key. Yeah, because they're happy and you're happy. Mm-hmm. and. You know and now they're 20 months old they nap every single day in creche like that okay and they go to bed every single night at half past six together you just wow. go up 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 yeah and up the stairs they go and Aww. they get into their bed and they're just so happy and for me that's not that's then me and my husband go oh, yeah okay now we do all the housework yeah you know, yeah. But, and yeah and yeah, relax and time together yeah but stuff then we can 100%. relax and we can watch something Netflix or yeah. I selling Netflix but we,
0: could, <laughs> we can watch something on whatever yeah
1: we can watch something on whatever or we can you know yeah. but there's another thing that I've done which obviously not everybody would do but I've completely given up drinks since the kids oh born.
0: okay yeah
1: um because between working and um kids and everything I, when I'm with the kids they have me 100% yeah you're
0: like me and
1: yeah. I don't want to like i don't want to be hung over mm-hmm. i don't want to be anything like that i'm you know it's i don't miss it. you know everything's like oh but you have to go out but i don't miss it and even i'm um, work nights out and stuff like that i just i just don't drink even when i'm even when i'm not in ireland i'm just like yeah, yeah so i've just given up yeah. i've just given up drink and i don't really miss it wow Jeez yeah. amazing um i'm not telling all twin twin moms to give up drink now that's ridiculous no.
0: but what you do... know
1: but that's just for my health yeah like, and i haven't been sick no jeez oh, I have to touch wood
0: and Naomi your, your priorities change anyway like I definitely wouldn't drink or go out like I used to but that's because I want yeah. to get up at half seven with the boys every morning and be my best yeah. self with them you know and um, just to finish yeah. it up then with the last question and uh, what are three words describe twin mom life
1: uh, love yeah because I swear the love is just yeah. off the jo- like I I explode Aww. inside when you know I get hugs and kisses mm-hmm. and little words and so love and mentalness because it's you just it's constantly changing and yeah. it's constantly mental and it's just but in a, a not a bad mentalness yeah, I guess, but yeah. like you know I've got one hanging out a window at the moment and one like you know trying to remove the plug socket thing yeah I you know that. and it's just always always <laughs> yeah. and then you know hard work but it's you know rewarding yeah. rewarding really rewarding absolutely. like it couldn't be any more rewarding yeah. even when you're like at your wits end it's really rewarding oh, absolutely
0: Well that's it Naomi thank you so much for being my first guest I Woo-hoo! hope you've shared
1: everything that you want to share have shared <laughs> <laughs> But it's been an
0: absolute pleasure having you on, and so lovely to talk to another twin mom. Um, And yeah, and this is your story. Thank you so much.
1: No worries. Okay, bye. Bye, Neomi. Bye bye.